Hello, I'm Charlotte Watts. Welcome to these podcasts that were first broadcast live in my Facebook group, Charlotte Watts Calm. Hope you enjoy them. And if you want more, please look at my website, charlottewattshealth.com. Hello, welcome to this session on healthy feet, happy posture. Um, And this really comes right to the heart of uh, much of my yoga teaching and also a lot of the inquiry and the research and the writing that I'm doing currently for this book I'm writing on um, yoga therapy for digestive health. So as with digestion, so much of our health starts from our relationship with the ground and humans are bipedal we are uh, you know we stand on two legs two feet and so much of our body design comes from that very fact that very essence of how we are organized up from the ground Uh, and I was reading something very interesting today just about the kind of nature of how that posture is built up from the ground and that it isn't built for stability it is built for movement and our bodies are expecting continual movement and we're not when we're not continually moving generally we're not actually standing on our feet we will sit down lie down in in other ways so that actually we notice that when we're standing up often you know unless we're doing something very specific like tadasana mountain pose in yoga um, it's rare that we actually just stand equally on two feet. Often we will shift our weight from one foot to the other. We have a leg that we favour so that we might kind of like, you know, just kind of sit on with one hip splayed out. But we have this kind of relationship with our feet, which is about continual movement, which is why often people who do quite sedentary jobs, I've got someone who's um, in a yoga class at the moment with quite a lot of hip in groin issues just from having a, a standing having to stand still uh, as he works in security so it's, it's very static and even people who work in shops who might get to move around a bit more or hairdressers very commonly get quite a lot of kind of hip and lower back issues because they don't get to move around but they have to just stand quite static now the other thing that affects our posture is that the way that we treat our feet in, in the modern world, we tend to stuff them into the shoes. Um, so that might be shoes that are designed to take in the architecture of our feet, but it might be shoes that are much more about fashion than comfort. So if anyone wears a heel of any kind, then immediately our weight is shifted forward, pressed more into the ball of the foot than we're designed for, and also tends to put strain into the lower back. I've had, again, yoga students who've worn very high heels for a long time and it's even kind of shortened the back of their legs and meant that when they're standing without high heels on, there's quite a lot of pain and foreshortening of of the Achilles heel at the back. So what we also tend to uh, suffer from, if you like, in the feet are the effects of stress and not moving around enough on them. Our feet are designed to move and they're designed to have our weight constantly shifting moving about on them and they rely on this constant movement to keep the fascia the connective tissue in the feet that really complicated architecture really fluid really pliable and to have bounce 
So our elastic recoil, that is how we move in an effortless way through the fascia, not through the kind of power of muscle, but a much more kind of effortless effort through the fascia, relies on what is called um, elastic recoil, rebound through the feet. It's why things like doing kind of trampolining or rebounders are really good for the whole of our body, nervous system, um, fascia, and keeping us nicely hydrated through tissues. What happens when we don't have lovely bounce and we tend to get much harder in the feet and we tend to kind of even calcify into bones, but on a slightly lesser level, just get a hardening of the fascia or lesions or adhesions there just from using our feet in the same way or not having enough bounce and movement on our even ground. That then tends to ripple upwards. So much of our vitality up from the ground is fashioned, has its roots in that that we might find in our feet. And many cultures would see the instep, the quality of our instep, the uplift from our instep as our root of vitality. Certainly kind of yoga Ayurvedic cultures, that is true. And there's a big emphasis on this in kind of martial arts and, and Chinese medicine as well. And when we lose the arches of our feet, when they tell feet, feet can tend to get flatter as older age, that seemed to be part of losing um, that more kind of youthful vitality and exuberance. So the more that we do to keep that ability that we have to draw up the instep, the more that ripples upwards as a kind of enlivening through tissues. And human beings um, and the way we move in this bipedal nature are unique in that way that we take a step amongst the primates. So it is a factor of how we take a step, they get called essential events, is that as we step off, our instep hardens up, it sucks up and draws us up to give that power to move forward. And that isn't a hardening like a brittle hardening, but it's a, a hardening that's a tonification, a gather up. So we draw, when we take a step forward, we draw everything in and up. And add that to a kind of rebound and that lovely shock absorbing quality we have in the feet. And that means a power that feels like it has flow, it has ease. It doesn't feel like it's really tiring and very effortful to take steps. So all of this moves upwards and it's really key to to feel this and have an understanding that our fascia is absolutely continuous, as is all of our being. All of our being um, is one great big web of continuum, not just the, the names that we separate and reduce it out into. And particularly from the feet, this continuum starts from the instep, comes up through the inner legs and up through the inner channels, up through the psoas muscle, how we stand up, how we connect lower and upper body, up into the diaphragm and up through chest and up around the neck, taking in the back as well. And this whole part of us, which in kind of the anatomy trains school, um, train of thought, um, is often referred to as the deep front line. Um, and in terms of our connective tissue, it's not as functional in terms of movement of the others, but it creates the volume that we stand up through. It's much more postural. So this is what we might call our kind of true core is up from the feet all the way up to the palate, to the roof of the mouth. And when we are lively in the insteps, when we have that easy uplift through the inner legs 
and then up through the pelvic floor and up through the spine and to the diaphragm, we feel that we can stand up with ease and our body just organizes itself without feeling that we have tension in particular parts like uh, ankles, knees, pelvis, diaphragm, and then even shoulders kind of stacking up from the ground. So the more tension we have in the feet, the more tendency there is to that tend, tend that that to be translated into those upper layers, those upper levels. And then we would tense the jaw up on the top there as a holding us in place. So in order to ripple that downwards again, to release tension, we can release the jaw and that helps us to re- release tension downwards. But releasing in the feet from the foundation first also helps to do that in a really kind of rooted way through the whole system. And I'm particularly looking at that whole column up through the middle. The column gives it a bit of a kind of static, parallel, straight lines feeling, whereas there really are no straight lines in the body. This is always this is all a beautiful system of upward curves and spirals. This middle uplift is that part of the health of digestion, which is part of the health of our posture. And if there's tension through our digestive tract, our gut-brain axis, that translates into our nervous system being more upregulated for stress and then everything tenses. So we can be more open, more soft than our outer body when we have that easy uplift in the middle. And that also means that the way that that fascia comes up and encases all of our organs and creates the happy posture that our organs can sit in our abdomen and pelvis and happily sit their weight against the lower back and not just drop down into the pelvis. Really, that lifts up from the feet as well. There's a massive implication here on everything from the feet upwards. Now, one of the things that I do lots of, um, and that's including lots of moving through the feet from lying down, moving, rotating the ankles, pointing, flexing the feet, even kind of rolling across the feet in lunges, lots of preparation for standing with embodied awareness. But what I also use a lot now is uh, these spiky balls. So here's a visual if you're watching this uh, on a video. If you're on a podcast, the type of spiky ball I tend to use is this one that you can hold in a full hand. So it's a little bigger than some of them and it has shallow spikes on it. It's made a bit like a kind of football. It has, um, it, you know, you can inflate it, but it's it's slightly deflated. So it has lots of give on it and very shallow spikes. So when you press it, it has give, it has responsiveness. And sometimes these are called Pilates balls, Pilates prickle balls, sometimes they're called prickle stimulating balls. Um, for those on the FB uh, Facebook Live, I'll put up a link afterwards for the particular ones that I use. But quite frankly, any kind of prickly ball will do the trick. These ones are just a bit more responsive. And, and some people use tennis balls, although they can be a bit just push in uh, a little too forcefully into the fascia. But we want to be paying attention anyway that so that we move the foot over this ball to start loosening and to wake up nerve endings and to get a real sense of us being able to ground through the feet. So anything we use, we want to do with a real mindful presence of how that feels and where we move really according to our, our body cues. And the way I often use this, which is 
really good just to get a real sense of your inner landscape is to stand first, feet hip width apart. Feel how it is to stand up from the ground, how free that feels for you, how not free in certain areas without judging, you know, how you stand up or any issues you might kind of bring in terms of your mind, just feeling how it is. And then going for a walk to feel how it is for you to walk up from the ground through your feet, through your ankles, knees, hips, everything stacking upwards. And then come back to standing and really slow, slow all this down to get a real sense of time and space opening out. So there's a real sense of presence. And then just rolling one of your feet over the spiky ball uh, for a good while, a real meditation of just feeling and awakening and exploring, moving through all of the foot. So the instep, the ball of the foot, that bit with the ball and the toes, the little gully where they meet across the toes if you can, down the side of the foot, the little toe side of the foot, uh, around the back of the heel. Um, and then really coming back into the instep. Um, and you can really kind of push and get in there. And what you might notice as you feel that is certain areas feel a little crunchy or certain areas might feel a little sore. So this is the stuff that uh, when you go for a reflexology uh, session, getting into all of these areas that many, many systems correspond to different organs or different parts of the body. And that makes absolute sense when you notice how the fascia moves up into those areas and we have that on the hands as well so you can kind of do a similar thing with the ball in the hands what you can do with the spiky ball is is this massaging kind of reflexology session from the person really best qualified to do that which is yourself you are the only person who can feel what you feel internally and just feel bits that are tender move around them move into them in a more exploratory way if you can breathe with that but really get a sense of what your connective tissue needs each time. Then once you've done one foot, stand again, just simply stand and be. Try not to shift or move or fix, leave the shoulders alone, just breathe. Feel what it is to maybe feel different on one side to the other. And it may be that one, the side you've done with the foot on feels taller, longer, maybe more voluminous on that side. And then go for a walk again. Feel how that changes to walk with. And just take your time as a walking meditation. And then come back, stand, do the other side, really staying present so you notice that the other side may feel different. It might have different needs. As you do this on each side, you are balancing anyway. So you have to trust. There's quite an interesting kind of double thing going on here where you have the, the focus of a slight balance and then also feeling out this massage and you can trust in that ability to balance. You can have your hand on a wall if you need. Or if standing is not easy, if you can even sit sit down on a chair and do that on both feet. But it's interesting just to, to consider when you're balancing that when we're walking, we really are only on, on one foot about 80% of the time. So we are balancing continually. And like I said, we really just stand on one. So once you've done both feet really getting into all of those parts, heel, which can feel quite sore if we have adrenal fatigue, down the side of the foot as well, which can get quite tense. Again, stand and then again, go for another walk, really feel that out and then come back to standing, the feeling of both feet on the ground and what it is to have that equal rising up through the freedom of the, the fascia under the feet. 
And if you do this regularly, and I really do recommend that you do, I would swap feet over so you're not just regularly going to one side at a time, not just to, to get that same old groove going, but also to have a sense of um, what it is to just feel one side done at a time and the difference there. And noticing difference is not to compare or analyse. It is just to help us to stay present and to notice that our tissues are a relationship with the ground is is changing all the time and 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 how that can feel different when we feel different emotionally if we feel st- more stressed we might feel more tense in the feet we might feel more shut down and less easy to lift up easily from the ground and what you also might do like to do with the feet is just roll it across the tops of our feet which is uh, less easy standing up. So you can do that in any other way that you like. But we do tend to hold quite a lot of tension at the tops of the feet, particularly if we've had trauma, because the tops of the feet represent when we can't run away from something. So it doesn't necessarily need to be a big traumatic event, although it can be a time that you were in danger and you couldn't run away. But often, you know, our lives are be about being in circumstances that we can't get out of as well. Or, you know, even like a job that you're not happy and you'd like to walk out the door, but you can't do that. And that urge to walk away, to flight, to have flight, if that's not played out, then there's a tightening in the fronts of our feet that is part of that stopping ourselves walking away. So we can really often feel that as a tightness. So that's a good area to massage just to feel that that also ripples up through the fronts of the legs. So have and explore and really notice just as you're walking, moving through daily life, that importance of your feet. Take your shoes off as often as you can, be as barefoot as you can. Walk on uneven ground as often as you can. So if you're through a park, get off the concrete, get onto the uneven ground and move as much as you can. Walking is our our most natural movement and it is one of the, the things that is most important for the natural health of our feet. So enjoy walking, moving, exploring your feet and exploring your roots. Thank you. Goodbye.